this is Gigi Sabat, and you're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Catherine, and she's an author. Welcome to the show, Catherine. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Such an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us more about you, and where are you from? I am from London um, originally, but I now live in Nashville, Tennessee. So, um, yeah, so I travel around constantly. I've lived in all sorts of different countries, (laughs) so it's good multicultural. I love it. Tell us a little bit more about your mission to help children, Catherine. Really, my mission is my mission, my passion, my love is to really um, help children have a better footing in life to be um, the strongest that they can possibly be, give them all the tools, techniques, habits that can really help make change in their life. So it's something that I feel like super passionate about. And uh, it's really my sort of great love. And it's um, it's just something that I know children need. And it's why I wanted to create something that you could give to children, something with all of that knowledge all in one place. So whatever they're going through, they've got somewhere to go to, to know how they can get help, whatever that, whatever they might need help with, anxiety, worries, whatever that might be, then that's, that's exactly what I wanted to create. I love it. Tell us a little bit more about your children's book, My Mindful of Happiness Guide. Yeah. So um, basically what it is, it's um, a guide for children to use. It's not a book that you read from front to back. It's something that you can go through and read um, different sections at different times, depending on what you're going through. And it's it's got about 16 different modalities in teaching children all about meditation, meditation. the importance of prayer, the importance of affirmations, gratitude, vision boards, journaling, the flower of life, angels, all sorts of modalities that are in there that really help children overcome any situation. Doesn't matter what they're going through, what they've been through. It gives them very, very simple techniques and tools and things that they can introduce into their life that will make a difference. Um, And it's done it all in one place. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to create something that as a parent, it gives you a tool to hand your child and say, look, if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling, you know, difficulty in making friends, or if you're feeling not very confident, this is going to help. If you're feeling sad, this is going to help. It sort of answers all of those problems that we as parents, you know, we, we have for our children. So it solves a lot of the problems for, for parents to, and giving them the tools and techniques to go through. I love it. Tell us a little bit more about the tragedy that you experienced, Catherine. Yeah. um, So in 2011, my niece got um, murdered and it was very obviously horrific. It was horrific and terribly sad for all of my family. Every single one of us, it was terrible to experience something on such a I mean it's horrible to lose anybody young anyway but to lose her in the way that we lost her it just can it change it has forever changed our family and I think one of the worst things about it was that it affected all of the people in my life that I would have turned to usually if I would been going through something and also for everyone in my family the same for them so suddenly we're all sort of looking at each other thinking, well, how do we support each other when we're all going through our own turmoil? You know, how do, what are we going to do? So, and that's really when I turned to the tools, techniques and everything that I teach in my guide, because I was, a you know, somebody that practiced meditating. I was somebody that understood about earthing and that the huge difference, what you put inside your body makes to the way that you feel, anxiety, worry, um, depression. A lot of those things can really honestly be solved just by 
drinking way more water, having less sugar, not processed foods, you know, those, those, you know, and you don't, if you don't know, you don't know. So I really lent on that when that happened to me. Um, but then I looked around at the children in my life and I was like, how am I going to, how am I going to tell them all of this? First of all, I'm going through it. So I'm having to dig deep myself, but how am I going to express the importance of all of these different modalities and the difference it's going to make in a way that they are going to understand and enjoy it. And I couldn't find anything that had all of that information in one place, which is why I went on to create it. And it took me years putting all of this information together, putting the knowledge together, because it's such a lot of information and it's so powerful. And I really wanted to make sure I delivered it in a way that children would understand. Um, And also, I I mentioned to you earlier, you know, the reason that it's not been done before in this way with every single different modality is because each modality is a life work, really. You know, somebody talking about um, meditation or um, talking about the importance of energy and frequency, healthy eating, you know, that's it's so much knowledge. So I held hand with spiritual gurus and experts in their field who contributed to the guide and gave me their knowledge and shared it so that the children are not get just, you know, they're getting so much information. It really is powerful. And because it's a guide, they can turn to the page that they need to find the help that they need with whatever they're going through. So it really does help parents in that way as well, because it gives them a place to go to you know feeling sad go to this page do these things this might this will really help you you're feeling anxious right let's do this you're feeling lonely okay these are the things you can do to help yourself you know you've got all these feelings inside journal them out it makes a huge difference so all of those modalities like I said in a place and it's done in a fun way you know with fairies and it's in a whimsical sort of fun um way that, that but in a way that they'll understand it very powerful, Catherine. Now, you mentioned your niece was murdered 10 days before your wedding. Yes. What would you tell yes. someone else who has experienced the same thing or know someone who has gone through the same thing? I would say that I really believe that whatever you've been through, whatever you're going through, you absolutely will be okay. That was the one thing I wanted somebody to say. You're going to be all right. Because I was like, how am I ever going to? How am I ever going to like smile again? Like my niece, how how am I ever going to sleep again without the, the 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 sadness of it? How am I ever going to come through this? And I, you know, we we talked about it briefly before about how you don't get to play trumps on sad. Sad is sad, you know. Sad for me is what happened to me. Sad for you is what's happened to you. But with with dealing with it in a way with tools, techniques, putting yourself in a position to know that you can step forward. And not just take not just take that road of feeling sorry for yourself. It's really hard not to do. And I really understand how some people can easily fall down that road. But it the only person you're hurting is yourself. You have to make sure that you can come out of that and smile again. Whatever cards you're dealt in life, good, bad, the ugly, it doesn't matter. There's no point looking over at what your friends got and well, that's never happened to them. And it doesn't matter. This has happened to you. This is your deck. How are you gonna play it? And you better come out strong because you've probably got kids in your life or family members that are going to need you. And you've got yourself who you, you, you know, you should respect yourself. You should love yourself and you should know that whatever reason you're going through it. And I do believe everything happens for a reason. For whatever that reason is, you'll come out the other side and smile. I promise you because I've done it. That's right. Very powerful. Let's talk about mental health. 
Tell us a little bit more about mental health, Catherine. Mental health is so important and it's it's so wonderful now that there isn't the stigma that has been surrounded. It's surrounded in the past. You know, people have felt uncomfortable about that or they felt they don't want to mention if a family member has got mental health issues or if they're dealing with mental health issues. You know, everybody on some level has some sort of mental health that they need to manage. Now, that might be you just might meditate and that makes you feel better. It might be... Um, journaling out your feelings as I was saying before but your own mental health is absolutely paramount looking after yourself giving yourself time making sure that you have something as an outlet so you don't turn to something else you know these people you it's very easy isn't it to judge other people oh they're an alcoholic oh they take drugs she was pregnant she took drugs that's horrific that's the worst thing that anybody could ever do but we don't know their path and we don't know how they got to where they were going we don't know that they have the tools and techniques to deal with their own mental health you know so we have to help everybody to give them all of these tools and these techniques and your own personal mental health and the mental health of your children is is absolutely paramount so you have to find as a person what it is that you need i always i you i turn to yoga every time yoga for me is a wonderful outlet it gives me time for, for my brain to switch off you know it's great for my body that then makes me want to eat healthier i just drink tons of water you know it has all of these knock-on effects um and and that's why mental health is so important and to, and to recognize it in yourself in your children and everybody around you that that, that you love and have compassion for it um um, I, I did mention this and I'll mention it briefly now but my niece my other niece who was Alice it was Alice that that, that was murdered her her sister has had terrible um PTSD from it and you know even now 11 years on she's still dealing with the after effects of losing her sister they were very close in age and you know her mental health issues you know we as a family has come have come together and my and what my sister has done with her and helped her through this is unbelievable and it's and it's it's amazing and it's it's really important that we give children these tools now because they're dealing with things that we didn't have to deal with pandemic social media you know that children's suicide is something that is in the you know <laughs> that's a conversation that people are having how did we ever get to a society where an, a, a 10 year old takes their life because they're bullied how did that how did that ever happen so we better we and make sure that we help our kids in the best way that we possibly can. And, and this is this is my little contribution to doing that. That's right. Great advice, Catherine. Now, you mentioned PTSD. What message do you have for folks experiencing PTSD or if they know someone who has PTSD? Talk about it. Tell people about it. Go and get help. Because it's not something to be ashamed of. It's nothing that's, it's not embarrassing. You know, it's nothing to be, that you want to hide under the carpet. It's something that you absolutely can, and you can get help with it. And there are a lot of people, there's a lot of associations out there that are willing to listen to you. Um, and also reach out to somebody that you love because sometimes people with PTSD, they'll hide it. They'll hide it and then it comes out in other ways. You know, maybe you'll become aggressive or maybe you're very withdrawn and depressed or maybe you end up harming yourself or using other tools to deal with it, alcohol, drugs, whatever that might be. But sometimes it's just a case of reaching out and talking to somebody about it, having no shame about it. We all at some point are going to go through things in life that we're going to need some help with. And, you know, PTSD, dealing with a trauma of something that you've experienced that then has caused it, there's no shame in that. 
go and get help and talk to somebody that's that would be my my definitely my best advice and if my my other thing would be and I always go on about this but eat the right foods really look about what you're putting inside your body because that really has a huge effect on your mental health you know the sugar that we put inside us the processed food you know again that's something that our children are dealing with that people we didn't have to deal with so but that would be my biggest my my biggest takeaway would be go go and talk to somebody i think you'll be surprised at how many people will be willing to listen and and willing to and willing to help and if you don't have that person look it up online there's lots of charities and people that are willing to help you i love it now catherine tell us how important is prayer so important so so i mean there is so much i mean i've i've heard it said so many times and now i now and now i say it, you know the power of prayer i mean just I mean there's a few I, there's a few levels here but the the power of prayer I mean first of all just it's going to make you feel it's an outlet for you it's ha- you having a connection it's you having somebody that you feel is listening to you so that that that, that that's powerful in itself also you know it really does work prayer is an absolute and I, you know i I'll, I'll stand by this is if you believe in energy if you believe in thoughts become things if you believe in all of those things where there's power power in your words like there's you know you've got the, the word words well it's the word sword with just the s at the end of it that because your words are like swords and, and however you use your words that, that has that power and you can use them your sword to be powerful and impactful or you could use it to be it, you could use it to ha- harm others or, or yourself. So the power in your words and your prayers and everything that you're saying is so powerful. Energetically, it makes an, a, a, a massive difference in your life. And if you join together and if you do become together as a group and you pray together, you can make miracles, miracles happen. And that's that's people <laughs> people think I'm crazy when I start going on about this. But, you know, I mean, I'm sure you can talk about this better than I can. But it's I get so excited about it because once you start introducing it into your life and you have that beautiful, you know, that spiritual belief and that faith and that 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 knowing that 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 is so comforting because you'll never feel lonely if you if you know that you have that and you know that if, if we only knew how powerful we were, if we only knew then we would really, we could, we, we could really move mountains together. And that's why, and I said this to you before, we better all hold hands and help children. We better all pray together and make big change because we absolutely can. That, that is a scientific fact. Right. <laughs> and a spiritual one. <laughs> that's right. I love it. Very powerful. Now, Catherine, earlier when you and I spoke, you talked about two paths folks can take when they experience a challenge. Talk to us a little bit more about those paths. Yep, you get two paths. You get the sorry for path where you're feeling desperately sad and, you know, it's very easy to feel a victim or why me, why did this happen? You know, what, you know, I, I, I'm feeling so sorry for myself and, and drowning yourself in tears or turning to things that aren't healthy for you. Or you can literally say, this, this is my path. This is the path that I've been shown. This is the one that I've been given. You don't ever really know what anybody else is going through. You never really know the path that other people are having. So there's no point feeling jealous about anybody else's because it's definitely and most probably not what you think it is. So concentrate on your path and concentrate on making your path the best that it can possibly be. And you can do that. I've been through, I, I lost my niece. 
I lost my best friend two years later. My mum is now going through, is, 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 is incredibly sick at the moment and, and it's devastating. But I can't sit here and feel sorry for myself and I won't sit here and let life pass me by. I'm here for a reason. I'm here for a purpose. And I have decided to choose to be happy. And I've decided to choose that those things happen for a reason for me to learn, to become better so that I can share this message, so that I can help other people so that, you know, me as someone that's been through terribly sad things, really terribly sad things. I mean, I also, we also had something else we had that was horrific. I, I went through a, a terrible lawsuit for a couple of years as well. So I've really been through every sort of form of grief or worry or money, or all of those things. You can come through it. You can get to choose the happy path. You can smile again. You are powerful and you've got the ability to do it. And you've got support spiritually, emotionally, if you can control your emotions and use these tools and techniques. So choose the happy path, whatever it is, because the only person you're hurting is yourself. That's right. Choose the happy path. Choose and God, the happy path. God has a purpose for everyone's life. Absolutely. Now Yes, ma'am. Now, Catherine, you mentioned that you lost a loved one due to cancer. What would you say to someone who's experienced the same thing? It's so sad. It's, you know, my mum's going through it at the moment. And I, my best friend, I lost her, Polly, Polly Noble, her name was. Um, we lived together. We were like, we were like soul sisters, you know, and you, 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 you know, you have your real family and then you have your, your family that you pick as well. And, um, Again, I remember she said to me right towards the end, she said, I just don't, she goes, why do you, why do you think this is my path? Why do you think this is my path, Catherine? I just don't, she didn't, it was, it was so hard for her. And I said, I don't, I can't answer that question for you, but look what you've done while you were here. She did it. She did a lot of healthy, um, she, she was a raw foodie and she, she created a lot of change with her life. But I would say if you're going through something like that and you're losing somebody that you love, first of all, no they will be okay because they're going somewhere that they're going to really, really like. It's us that are stuck down here that are left with the sadness. So have peace in that they're going on a journey that they are meant to be going on. And it's the path that's been chosen for them or they possibly chose for themselves. So you have to have peace in that. That's what I would say. But also just be there with them. And don't be sad. Don't They don't want you turning up feeling sad and sorry. And, oh, and, you know, I, I think with Polly, we spoke about it three or four times and the rest of it we just had fun and we hung out and we took we, we, we did the best that we could with the time that we had left and so that's what I would say hold someone's house health um, hand give them faith let them know that something wonderful is is waiting for them and find peace in yourself and know that it's the journey that they need to go on meditate about it pray about it and just know Again, I'll say it again because I think it's important. Whatever you go through, wherever you're going, you will be okay. I promise you. And as hard as it is, I'm going through it right now with my mum. My mum is my best friend. She's the best mum anyone could ever have. I know we all say that. But she really absolutely was. She gave her whole life up for me and my brothers and sisters. And I'm going to miss her terribly. And part of her has already gone because she's got brain cancer. But I'm not going to focus on losing her and where she's going. I focus on how grateful I am for the person that I had. And thank goodness that I've experienced that intense love. And I had that from her. And that although grief is sad, I know that I've had that love. So I would say focus on the good. Be grateful for what you've had. And try and find the happiness 
while you're in that situation because you can and I know you can because I have and I am that's right gratitude truly matters oh absolutely earlier you mentioned loneliness what if someone is alone or they feel alone what message do you have for them Catherine do you know what loneliness is probably one of the worst feelings in the world and I know it because I've experienced it And, and as I was saying to you earlier you know I was always at school, I was always like, oh, I had loads of friends and I was from a massive family. And my job was I was a TV host for a long time. So I was constantly bouncing around different TV studios. and It was all great. Um, never experienced people not even really liking me <laughs> until I came and I moved to America. And that's not because it, I'd moved to America. It was just I'd, it was, I'd come away from all of my support networks and had to be fresh and brand new. And that was hard and loneliness is so difficult. And again, you have to look at yourself because at the beginning I didn't make friends and I was like, why don't these people like me? What is it? And, you know, and I realized that's what all my energy's off. The way that I'm presenting myself, I was coming to people as if to say, Ta-da, I'm here, like, hello. And that was completely wrong. You need to look at yourself and think energetically, right, well, here I am. I'm now on somebody else's turf. <laughs> I I wanted to make friends and I made a conscious effort. And the second, the second I changed my energy and I start, stopped feeling sorry for myself about it. I stopped thinking, why me? I prayed about it. I did affirmations about it. I looked at myself and I'd be like, today you are going to make a friend. Tomorrow you're going to make a friend for life or tomorrow you're just going to have a conversation with somebody. I started introducing all of these things in my life. It became friendships became abundant and I have a great network of people here now. In fact, tomorrow I'm off um, to a Thanksgiving with probably around about 50 friends that great friends that I've made here. So if you're feeling lonely, know I know how bad that feels. It's a terrible feeling and you shouldn't feel bad for feeling so horrible about it. I remember my mum saying to me once she felt lonely when she was younger and I was like, lonely? I didn't even understand the concept of lonely. But when you have it, it, it can make you feel terribly desperately almost depressed and isolated so just reach out again talk to people smile that makes me go and connect go and connect with people and don't feel that you're the odd one out and I felt like the odd one out for so long I just thought well I am a bit different from these people but that's okay because there's always a common ground because people are human at the end of the day and we want connection and the second I changed that it, it made a huge difference and talk to people don't be frightened to do you want to go out for a coffee or if you're a child you know go up into the playground because we're all experiencing all sorts of things and just talk talking's great that's right and as Joshua 1 9 states haven't I commanded you be strong and courageous do not be afraid or discouraged for your Lord your God is with you wherever you go therefore you're not alone great point there Catherine now what would you say to someone who's experiencing heartbreak a heartbreak another horrible situation that I have also experienced you see there's a I I always love when I have these conversations because it reminds me that my sadness was for purpose so when I went through a terrible heartbreak and uh, what happened to me it was um, a boyfriend of mine who I decided didn't give me enough attention (laughs) so I left that I left him knowing that I wanted to marry him but I thought I'd go off and teach him a lesson and then come back um, about a year later And I remember traveling to see him to give him the great news that he was going to be allowed back in my life again. This is a much younger version of myself, by the way. Um, And he'd fall in love with somebody else. And I was like, what do you you mean? And I I didn't compute. And it absolutely, completely, it 
it that it broke my heart and it uh, heartbreak is like grief like you actually physically lose somebody out of your life you lose them you lose the family that they're attached to so it is really a, a, a grieving that you have to go through so again you know depending on whatever the heartbreak that was my story and, and you know I, I gave my own self heartbreak which is which was very difficult to deal with but the only way that you can get over that is not to just go and find somebody else that's not good advice because you will experience the same things again because you haven't learned your lesson because we're here to learn lessons right so I went and looked at myself and looked at why I thought it was okay to treat him like that and how I now was going to deal with my heartbreak and again it became all about self-love and having love for yourself and looking looking at yourself meditation was a great place for me to start making myself feel good about myself because again when you get heartbroken you sort of think it's your fault I mean my situation was a bit different although it was my fault because I'd actually done it to myself so really it's, it's almost looking at that and thinking right how can I step forward now and deal with this heartbreak how do I get over this um one of the first things that I would give to somebody if you're experiencing that and if you've, you've had somebody that you love that you that that's taken themselves away from you is is write a letter to them right not and not to send it to them but get all of those feelings out all of those emotions out about how you feel and burn it and send it up and send it up with a prayer that's one of my first things that I would do and then I would look at how you can have that self-love for yourself as well and start again using all of these modalities don't turn to something that's going to make yourself feel better like a, a Lisa of ice cream in front of your favorite movie that makes you cry <laughs> turn to something that's going to be a healthy alternative for you go and try and find a hobby fill your time the time that you spent with them go and fill your time with something great yoga read a book meditate Go and go and look at the the, the power of energy and, and how you can affect and, and, and change the way that you are. And that they're they're my biggest tools. But again, heartbreak is something that we have to experience to get through and overcome so that we can become whole, I believe. That's really, you know, that's really what I think. I and I now understand why I had to experience that so I could see how to overcome it and absolutely never do it to anybody else because I broke his heart and in turn, I broke myself, my own heart at the same time. Very powerful message. Now, Catherine, how important is it for folks to continue to learn? Oh, you never stop learning. You learn every single day. Like there's no, you know, that's why even with my guidebook, I wanted, you know, I felt like I had all this knowledge and experience, but still I felt there was, there's always more, there's always more. It doesn't matter whatever you're doing, even if you spent your whole life studying just one subject, there's still somebody else that can teach you something else. My, my daughter teaches me stuff. She's eight. She teaches me stuff all the time. You know, she's very, she has a very interesting view on the world and it's just viewing things from different perspectives. So never, never be afraid to, say that you don't understand something I think that's a big thing that comes with age you, you sort of care less and less what people think so you know if somebody says something you don't understand oh can you explain that to me that's that that's a great thing and always be willing to learn and don't be arrogant to think that you know everything about anything because somebody will come along and know twice as much as you and floor you so always be um curious and excited and have a thirst for more knowledge which is why even though I've written these this book and I've studied it, I studied book after book after book after course after course. I did everything I could, but I would still encourage, you know, I still buy books on the subject because I'm still learning because I love it so much. 
That's right. When we continue to learn, we continue to grow. Now, Catherine, yes. thank you for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast and acknowledging the holidays here. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Thank you. And now, Catherine, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Just be authentic and true to yourself. Like, don't get caught up in things that you don't want to get caught up in. Like, be the person that you want to be. That's my best advice. And always try. My dad always said, whatever you do in life, do it with a smile. If somebody asks you to do something and you don't really want to do it, as long as it's something that's, you know, that, it, you know, it's something that's healthy and something that's that's going to be really positive, always try and go in with a good attitude. One of my very first job, I was, I worked in a studio and I had to make tea and sweep the floors, but I did it with a smile. <laughs> and, and you get noticed in life like that. So live the life that you want to live. And even if it's a bit quirky and a bit different and not what the norm is, there is no normal. I just, I hear, I'll just tell you that <laughs> there is no one normal. We're all weirdos. We've all got different passions. We've all got different loves and that's okay. Just because it isn't your friend's love, it doesn't mean it doesn't have to be yours. So live your life with your purpose because you're here for a reason. And if you don't, then you have to come back again and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Do everything with a smile. Very powerful message. Now, Catherine, where can the audience find you? Yes, um, I'm at um, fairyclub.love slash happy. If you go there, you can find me. There's there's tons of things that I'm doing. I've got my guidebook there, but there's all, there's all sorts of things. I've got um, other books coming out. I've got a TV show that's in development at the moment, which is going to be really powerful. Um, and yeah, you can find me there. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Catherine on all of her social media platforms and also on her website. Catherine, thank you for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast and you have a blessed day. Thank you for having me. You're Lots welcome. Bye-bye.